Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of Riding the Storm Out. This is Paul Blair. I'm co-pastor here with Dan Fisher at Liberty Church of Edmond, part of the Liberty Pastors Network. And, Dan, it was just a normal week this week. Nothing really went oh, on. Oh, no, not unusual. a thing. Yeah, everything. I can't think of anything to talk about, really. Even keel, buddy. Everything's peaceful, and this oh, pond is like a mirror. There was that thing in Philadelphia that went on last week. Oh, you mean in 1776? No, no, actually, I think it was last week. Oh. It was eerily reminiscent. September the 1st, 2022. Yes. How about yes. that? You mean where President Biden stood in front of Independence Hall with red light and two Marines flanking him on either side? Do you think there was any about? intended messaging in all of that? Uh, you know, there could be. You know, and if there wasn't any question over whether there was intended messaging, <laughs> whenever he opened his mouth, it removed all doubts. No, exactly right, because he literally claimed that e equality and democracy are under assault. Would you lay the foundation for our discussion today? I would be happy to. You know, for a long, long time, Americans, Paul, have been struggling with how do we coexist mm -hmm. with this widening chasm between left and right. Mm -hmm. And we're to the place today where it, it seems apparent to me that we're just simply irreconcilably divided. The problem is most people go immediately back to 1860 and they say, oh, so you want a civil war. The last thing that you and I or any sane person wants is any kind of a war. Right. But sometimes you come to a place where, well, let me use the words of Thomas Jefferson. They come to a place in life where the differences are so pronounced, yep. one political party has to separate from the other, and they must yep. lay down the reasons, I'm paraphrasing, mm -hmm. for that separation. We have come to the place today, I don't know if it's 60-40, 55-45, or if it's just a, a straight 50-50, where America seems to be simply irreconcilably divided. And oddly enough, President Biden's speech last Thursday actually said that very thing. Mm -hmm. So you and I have been advocating for a long time that the framers never intended for this one-size-fits-all right federal government, what we call federal, they called central or general, mm -hmm. but that the states were sovereign and were supposed to be over everything that affected their own citizens. Ninth and Tenth Amendments, right. make that clear. And then the federal government was supposed to be over the foreign things, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, it, we've so flipped everything upside down that the states are over basically nothing mm -hmm. and the federal government controls everything. So I think the question is, and Biden actually laid it out in his speech, whether he meant to or not, what are we going to do now that we are so irreconcilably divided? What are the solutions? And so I think that's what you and I would like to touch on today is what do you do when you've got a president that's saying this? What about the governor of New York City that told 5.4 million Republicans in that state, get out of here, Just get leave. on a bus yeah. and go to Florida because you're not New Yorkers? When you have governors and presidents telling their citizens, get out, what do you do at that point? And so I think that's the discussion that you and I want to have today on this podcast. What, what should we do? How should we do this? So what are the choices? We just wait till the next election and hoping that Washington <laughs> fixes it? You know, it's it's interesting today, Steve Dace on his program. And I love Steve. Yeah, yeah he po you were on his program mm -hmm, not that mm -hmm, long ago. Mm -hmm. He posed that very question, and his concern was, he said, let's just say for a moment that there is a red wave this coming November. Mm-hmm. Can we count on the Republicans to do anything mm -hmm. if they're given the power? Mm -hmm. 
Uh, I think very clearly the answer is no, and we saw that not I too long so. ago. I fear that. If you remember when Obama had forced through Obamacare, and of course you remember years ago, uh, Massachusetts even elected a Republican U.S. senator to throw the vote because yeah. the people were opposed to nationalizing our health care. Exactly, Massachusetts of all places. Uh, exactly, not exactly yeah. a bastion of conservatism. Not, not exactly. Not anymore, anyway. But the whole promise by the Republican Party is we're going to roll back Obamacare. Yeah, of course. Of course. By the way, our, our medicine uh, health care has become a disaster. Oh, in it's the a United it's States a total disaster. Well. But for the globalists, it's perfect because yeah. now the federal government controls everything. Exactly. And we've all got overpriced, crummy insurance now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It used to be called major medical, yeah. and you just paid a couple hundred now bucks for it. Now it's just a major pain in yeah, the rear that's, end. That's exactly right. Yeah. But the promise was we're going to roll back. We're going to do away with Obamacare. And there were 70 times that the Republican-controlled Congress voted to roll back and eliminate Obamacare while President Obama was still in office. Yep. And they had cover. It was all just bull. Yeah, because they knew he, they knew he was going to exactly, and it wasn't veto proof. And then once President Trump was elected, who and would he said, sign it? And he said, "Please bring that back to my uh -huh. desk." The same Congress wouldn't pass the bill. Now that tells not one you, time, not one time. After seventy times, yeah. Then once they could actually do it, not they chose not zero to. crickets. So that just goes to you. When is the last time a Republican Congress has really done anything? You remember when, when uh, President Trump was in office, he kept asking him to take a stand against the Johnson Amendment. Of course, he issued an executive order. But yeah, our, but that was temporary. Exactly. But our Congress wouldn't do it. Why no. do we think that Congress is going to change? Now, I think they're going to slow things down. But yeah. quite frankly, maybe, you know, President Trump identified and drew out the yeah. existence of the deep state. And it's they're no huge. longer a theory. They are in yeah. control of D.C. Yes, so are. much so that President Trump is now in Mar-a-Lago. That's right. And somehow or other, this uh, this this man who can't even put together a can't even read a teleprompter uh, ran a campaign from his basement. basement. Somehow won. Yeah. But he is in control, or the deep state is in control yeah, in D.C. This cabal is. So the question is, what what can we do as states? And they actually, what what the governor said of New York, and then what what uh, President uh, Obama, excuse me, President Biden, Biden said himself, they have they have basically drawn the battle lines. They're yes. the ones that are telling us what should be done. No, yeah, in, in fact, uh, President Obama said that the Trump and the MAGA Republicans. I'm quoting directly here. Uh, Donald mm -hmm. Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extreme extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. In other words, we're the problem. Now, now look at you and me, for example. We would be considered extremists. Oh, of course. You've been married for how many years? 41. 41 faithful, monogamous years of yes. marriage. 33 faithful, monogamous years. We've raised good kids. Our yep. kids haven't gone to prison. They're all married. Yep. They're raising and producing yeah. productive members of society. Yes. We both believe in, in consent of the governed. Quite frankly, we both believe that if California wants to be liberal, they can be liberal. liberal. Leave us alone. We want to be conservative. Exactly right. So we aren't the ones uh, beating the drum for a dominant central government we're the ones that are trying to actually defend the constitution or defend the declaration more for sure than that yeah and secure Save the republic it's but what we want to he do. is calling us we're the dangerous ones yes now what happened the last time the united states of america went to war with fascism yeah well it was in uh in world war ii and what did we do with the fascists yeah, we put them out of business. We put them out of business, wound up having the Nuremberg trials, and yeah. hung some of them. And then we rebuilt the country that we had blown exactly. up. Exactly, because that's what yeah. we are. That's there. what we are. But our own president called us semi-fascist. So what does that mean, then? 
I guess we must be on his target list. And they think we need to be tried yep. and convicted yep. and imprisoned for mm-hmm. what we believe. Exactly. I mean, you can't draw so any other we conclusion. are at a point. This is not, you know, at one time I thought Republicans and Democrats were like, well, the Democrats want like 30% taxes and more government yeah. control. And the Republicans want like 20% taxes, a little less government control. Not anymore. No, no, no. Now you've got these guys out here. They are literally wanting to do anything to incorporate the murder of preborn children into federal law. They're willing to do uh, do anything to uh, to promote and force the LGBTQ agenda right. on our children. Yes. And quite frankly, whenever I hear one of them say something about we're going to roll back those tax cuts for the rich, <laughs> that just makes my head explode. Because understand, ladies and gentlemen, the whole idea of the socialists is that everything belongs to the government. Yes. And it's just their good graces and good nature that they're letting you keep some of it. No, that's not true. I'm the one that shows up for work every day. You show up for work every day. You own your own property. We work. We earn a paycheck. It's our money, not the government's money. And it's supposed to be up to us to tell them how much government we want, and then of course yeah. we've got to figure out a way to pay for it. Well, and, and, not for them to tell and us. Paul, how much a lot we get of it is how they define rich. Yeah. yeah. See, okay. they would consider you rich. Sure. So, so President Biden, when he's campaigning, says, uh, "Excuse me, President Biden, when he's uh, oh, campaigning, Biden, I like yeah, that. well, oh, Biden uh, <laughs> says, I'm not going to raise taxes. Anybody who makes less than four hundred thousand a year, and yet just the other day, he issues this blanket debt uh, forgiveness mm-hmm. for all of these college debts. Now, who do you think is going to pay that? They're raising taxes on us Mm -hmm. just indirectly through inflation. Mm -hmm. I mean, who isn't paying that? Mm Mm-hmm. We're Absolutely. all Absolutely. so we've all had our taxes yep. raised, and inflation is an invisible tax. It's it's a tax. Your buying power that is ba- you don't have to write a check for it, but if you've got fifty dollars in the bank and tomorrow you can only buy twenty five dollars worth of food, yeah. with fifty dollars, yeah. then that's inflation. You've yeah. been taxed half of your buying. Just power. using the numbers that they provide, mm-hmm. and I think the inflation is much higher. Yep. Your oh, money's yeah. losing ten percent of its buying power every year. So in five years, it's lost fifty percent. Yep. In five years. Yep. In ten years. Zero. Mm-hmm. So if you right now are, are retired and you're on fixed income, and let's say that you're making $7,000 a month right now as a retiree on fixed income, okay. you've, you've, you've tried to budget and plan well and you're doing everything. Yeah. In 10 years, basically, you're saying that $7,000 a month will have the buying power in 10 years of what $700 does yeah. today. Yeah, pretty much. So basically, you're going to be broke it's and It's almost zero. Exactly. Yeah, it's not zero, but it's negligible well the whole goal is you'll own nothing and be happy about that's it. exactly yeah right. so so here we are now paul everybody's asking us they mm-hmm. ask us at liberty boot camps and they'll ask us on sunday mornings what do we do well to me there are just a few options and most of them do not have a positive outcome number one we can keep going to the polls as if we maybe can even trust mm-hmm. that there's a fair election anymore mm-hmm Okay, so we can go to the polls, but even if we elect these Republicans, they seem to flip just as quickly as they get there. Look at Mitch McConnell right. and all those guys. He controls, by the way, three hundred, what is it, million dollars in a war chest, and so that's why most conservative senators yep. won't speak out against him because yep. he'll just hire someone to run against him yep. and beat him. Yep. Okay, so so we can either keep doing that, or we can just sit here 
and allow the left to just run over us because they're going to use the law and ignore the law when it suits them. So 87,000 new IRS agents, who do you think they're yep. coming after? Yeah. What are we going to do? If they want you to be guilty, you're guilty. I, I, I don't think it matters anymore, and, Paul. And we just need to start. IRS agents, that's a fancy name for the modern-day Gestapo. That's all it is. They're brown shirts. All it is is state police to intimidate exactly right. and bully us. And they've written the tax code mm-hmm. so that it's so ambiguous that you ask two tax attorneys the same yep. question, and it'll give you two different answers. In fact, I quoted from the book that was written about 10 years ago entitled Three Felonies a Day, where now every one of us unintentionally commits three felonies every day of our lives. Mm. Now, if the federal government ever decided we're going to prosecute you, we're guilty. We're felons. Mm -hmm. If they want to put us in jail, they will put us in jail. And I think that's what the whole Mar-a-Lago that we did the program about the other day was all about. If we can do it to a former president, we can do it to you, Buster. Here's the thing we've got to recognize, ladies and gentlemen. There is a line that cannot be crossed. That's right. Our founding fathers recognized it. Right. And they tried and tried and appealed to the king. They appealed to they parliament. They did everything they knew how and to do. And then finally, as a last straw, they said, we are not going to become enslaved. We will, we're drawing a line right here. That's right. If the federal government tries to pack the Supreme Court, then that's the end of the republic. If they try to add, like, D.C. as a state or Puerto Rico as a state, that's an that's end it. to the republic. I mean, it has to be. So the question is, is there a line in the sand, Paul, for you? Mm-hmm. Let me just ask you. Do you believe there's a line yes. where we have to say we Absolutely. can't go any further? Absolutely. So in it's your mind, government. what are those? Well, one of which would be if they said we're going to tax or take away your firearms. In every case in history, and of course we know the reason of the Second Amendment, ladies and gentlemen, was not so that the founding fathers could go hunting. And it wasn't primarily to defend their own property from a burglar. Bad guy. Which, although it did yeah. protect their property sure. from burglars. But the reason was to protect their private property from a tyrannical, oppressive government. That's exactly right. Which was what they had had to fight to to liberate themselves. Which, by the way, that's what the militia was. And you heard our president this week threatening... Yeah, the citizens of the United yeah, States. Said, oh, if you're you say come you've after got us, an AR, well, we've got a we've got jet aircraft. F, you need an F-15. That is there's declar- never been a that is a declaration of war. Yeah. So listen, listen mm-hmm. to what Jefferson writes here. Mm-hmm. When in the course of human events, mm-hmm. it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another, and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature, nature's God, entitled them a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. So that's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So see, when people talk about, oh, you guys just want to secede and start another civil war. No, nope. that's what our framers did. Right. And what we want is we want consent of the governed. If we actually, right. if we actually had proper federalism, we wouldn't be in the mess we're in right no, now. No, because Oklahoma like take care of Oklahoma. If Massachusetts wants to be liberal, if they want to tax themselves at seventy-five percent, well, go ahead, Knock yourself try out. it. After it fails, you're going to wish you hadn't tried that, yeah. but it won't destroy the entire country. By the yeah. way, the federal government also can't bail them out. There's got to be consequences for their that's bad decisions. That's exactly right. If California wants to be extremely liberal, great. Knock yourselves out. If that's what you want, that's good for you. We'll work together for our common defense and for our general welfare. Yeah. But they won't leave us alone right now. They want no. to impose the murder of preborn babies across yeah. all the United States. Yeah. They want to impose the redistribution of wealth across yeah. all the United States. They want to take away our right to keep and bear arms and then at the same time defund the police yeah. across all the United States. And then States. look at what happens to Australia yep. when they do that. Yep. So let's kind of pull it together. Okay. Okay. Uh, Jefferson says that when this 
happens when your your government no longer mm -hmm. protects your rights mm -hmm. you have three options you yep. can alter the yep. government that means to go back to the drawing board and make corrections mm -hmm. i think we're beyond that you can what can you do next amend it yep alter. he says abolish abolish alter abolish, I mean, you just you start over yep. or you throw, throw it, it off, off. Mm -hmm. throw off means mm -hmm. you've got yep. to do something yep. violent abolish or throw i yep. i call that defcon three two yep. one yep. and i believe we're between two and one yeah so i believe that there is a line in the sand i believe that we've probably already hit it but if we haven't we're quickly approaching it and if we don't do something pretty soon i'm not talking about loading up guns and going on the street and shooting first of all who would you shoot yeah okay well i mean i could think of a few like maybe you and no no i'm just kidding but it, that's not what we're talking about here we're talking about states rising up and saying enough mm -hmm. you're not going to drag us down into the communist wormhole yep. that you were in I believe that the time has come, Paul, and we're going to have to begin this discussion. Let, let, really me, let me just share one thing. You know, states like Texas, you know, people think, oh, we can't exist without the federal government. Wrong. You know, Texas uh, exactly all by right. itself. We can. Texas would be the 10th largest economy in, in the, the world, world. By themselves. If they were just the nation of Texas. Yeah. Florida would be the 18th largest economy. Wow. Oklahoma would be like 48th. Right. We're larger than Cuba, just above Greece, right, right. in that range. Yeah. I consider Greece a country. Well, well that's too. what Oklahoma... And you know what? We looked at that from 2018. Yep. If you took the entire tax base for Oklahoma that we pay in federal and state taxes, and then you look at what's actually spent in the state of Oklahoma in every program, including Social Security and including military, if we didn't have the privilege of laundering our money through the black hole of Washington, <laughs> D.C., we could provide every service that we currently have and enjoy the same luxuries that we currently enjoy for $18 billion a year less than, than what we're, we're currently right paying. Now. And in Oklahoma, that's about a third. We could have about a third yeah, of a tax cut. And we're not a large state. We're not a large state. We could have about a third of a tax cut and exist beautifully yeah. without the luxury of having Nancy Pelosi misspend our tax yeah. dollars. Well, I'm telling you, Paul, if we don't begin to have this discussion yep. and we don't come up with a peaceful way to separate, it's going to look like yeah. a couple that's about to kill each other exactly. and it's violent. And I think that this is one thing that will stop us from shooting at each other. I think it is. Quite frankly, we, we never advocate for divorce. Obviously, when we no, perform a marriage, not. we do counseling. We want to see a couple, uh, for better, for worse, until death does some part. But sometimes, and the Bible even makes allowance Irreconcilably for divided. Sometimes you're so irreconcilably divided That's that right. divorce is the only option. That's exactly right. I think we're there. We are there. We're there. We are there. And we better start thinking that way because if we don't, it's going to be thrust upon us and we may not even have a choice at that yep. point. We're going to have to think outside the box. Yeah. We're going to have yeah. to think freedom. We're going to have to think proper government versus tyranny. And so our church leaders are going to have to begin to think this way, Paul. We've got to begin to talk like this. I know it's dangerous. I know it's scary. But guys, what are the other options? The other options are so terrifying. Hey, we're not the ones that stood in front it. of uh, Constitution Hall with red lights in the That's military exactly right. uh, making threats of violence bombing runs no that's exactly right and look at what happened in germany when the church and the conservatives didn't yep. stand up yep. before too long they couldn't it's like what robert niemoller says i didn't say anything when they came yep. after all these other people then finally they came after me and there was no one left to stand up for me you know what? These are. I think we'd all like maybe a little bit more boring times. Well, these are exciting times. But just as God raised up Esther when He did for such a time as this, there is no mistake that God has us here in Oklahoma, doing what we're doing at this time in history for, a for such a time as this, and for our liberty pastors all over the country. Yep. So, Paul, I think we've covered it. Folks, it's always good to be with you. We thank you for joining us for another edition of Riding the Storm Out. And uh, 
We look forward to being with you next time. Until then, God bless you and God prosper the cause. 